I'm Emily Schramm, the ultimate meathead hippie. Welcome to the show. Oh my God. Welcome back to Meathead Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Schramm. It has been so long, uh, which we can get into if we want to, or we can just keep on moving like we all are. I have a special guest who happened to be my very first podcast guest. Welcome to the show, Wade. Yee yee! Woo woo! Yeah, man. Uh, We're not in a hotel room. Yeah, (laughs) we were in a hotel room. I um, am spraying a little bit of a sage spray and we're just doing our best with what we got and i think that's the theme of everyone's life right what are your resources what do you have and then thinking about it from a bigger perspective like you know what do we actually want to do like who are we and i don't know have you experienced that question yet wade like this total midlife quarter life half life crisis i think everyone has experienced it of like what do i actually want to do who am i I've had that a lot. People are like, well, you know, like they've through whatever things, they've changed career paths or in between careers. People are in between relationships. Mm-hmm. Like that was like one of the biggest questions when people start coming back to them like, are you and Jess still together and stuff? And I'm like, yeah, we're good. It's because so many relationships I think were not serving or were serving. And it's kind of just crazy. It's, uh, People are just doing the best they can right now, one foot in front of the other. And- wardrobe change changes. I had a couple people say <laughs> that they were like ready to change their whole wardrobe. Um, whether that's because the increase in online shopping, I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, but if you guys are feeling the things, so are we. And I think so is everyone. I took a break from this podcast because I feel like for the last four months, I've been in like a dark, hollow whole but it's been so good it's been a like a reflective introspective shadow black panther kind of vibe of understanding you know the things that i need to understand in order to do what i want to do and i think that that you know when we think of evolution of self and we when we think of how we grow as a a person we just have so much pressure on ourselves for it to be faster than it actually is but it is really fast. People adapt really quickly, right? And I think we just don't give ourselves enough credit, which has been the Facebook Lives. If you guys aren't are a part of my Facebook group, definitely jump into those Facebook Lives. Um, I understand adding another group to your, well, you know, overwhelm. <laughs> but I will say it's some good stuff that I don't feel like I get to say very often. Um, if you guys are interested in that, I think there's some good humans there. But I will say, yeah, it's just been a it's been a challenge across the board. So, I mean, plus I like um, listen to face uh, like lives and things like that, and even podcasts, and just because human interaction has been less, right? But then it just like makes me feel like I'm around people more and I'm interacting more. Mm-hmm. So the more I can get on and hear different perspectives and be around groups of people, I'm a huge fan of that. Are you? No. <laughs> You're such a liar. You're such a hermit, you guys. But I was encouraging people that yeah. are into that or do need that. I know, I've, but you I've were so I've got off this. I've got straight into the woods. Well, I think it's knowing your personality, knowing what you need. And so I think what we're going to jump right into is understanding 
Number one, who you are will always change. And so you have to constantly reevaluate what you love, what you like, what you want. And there is a difference between reevaluating and being indecisive. And so Wade and I have decided when we think about where platform is going, the gym that's in Denver, um, and when I look at kind of the 21-day nutrition challenges, the six-week strength programs, the MPAC, the Body Awareness Project, you know, there's just amazing stuff as far as teaching people things, but the amount of effort it takes for somebody to even push play on a podcast right now, I do not take that lightly. The fact that you guys are here listening to this right now, I want you to know first, I'm so grateful. There's so much that you could be listening to. There's so much, you know, pressure on the time and where we spend it. And we just are very, I feel like I'm being very conscious of where my time goes. So if you are spending time with us right now, just know how grateful I am and we are. And what I want to say is that I never want to waste someone's time, right? When Mm -hmm. we look at, you can post because you can post, or you can do a podcast because you can do a podcast, but just because you can doesn't mean you should. And the, the climate we're in where wrong voices are louder than they need to be and the right voices are probably softer than they should be. Um, and that's a definite across the, board. across the board for especially people of color, right? I just made a decision that anything that I do has to be worth sharing. And I think I always feel that way, but I'm even more conscious of it, you know, almost to a fault, almost to not wanting to do anything. But I think we're finally at the point we got to Leo season We're almost to August 8th, which is my favorite day of the year, and it feels like it's time. And when I think about what is it time for, this has been the question I've dug into for four months. It first started with what do I want and what do I want for you guys? What do I want for the people that listen to this podcast? What do I want for the people that I see and train and you know indirectly touch in some sort of way, whether it's through social media or through the Facebook group or through, you know, these nutrition challenges. Um, it really is just this like constant reminder that we have to have a human experience at the same time, because what we're going through is so not human. Like this is such a bizarre thing and it makes it really extra hard. If it was already hard to commit to a goal or if it was already hard to stick with a program, it's even amplified. It's even harder. Right. It's so tough. And just because you have necessarily, I got a lot of people today in the online class say they just wanted to get it back into a routine. Mm-hmm. The lack of like routine, routine doesn't exist right now, whether you have kids at home or you're working, most of us are working from home or just like your sense of like, and I don't like the normalcy thing. I don't like that. I don't like the new normal. I don't like those terms. But it's it's hard to be able to set in and get into those habits of like, oh, I wake up in the morning, I meditate when you have kids running in or your emails going off or something like that. Like normally we had more controllables that are no longer within our reach. So it's like, how do I start to make that routine and carve out the time for myself and to work on myself? Because right now, to I mean, your point, like your energy is is going every which direction and places and being pulled on in ways that's never been pulled on before. Mm -hmm. You know, just like things that you didn't even know you were affected by or didn't maybe weren't aware of or whatever it is. It's 
I get it. I feel for those people and I want to help them. And I, that's why I just am glad that we are making the steps that we are and seeing these people and interacting with them. Cause it's just cool to be like, Oh wow. Like we are creating a space that can help them get that. I know I think that's fucking really cool. It is cool. Um, so this is our first of many this month of really tackling mindset routine goal setting. And what we really think is important is just keeping the human experience in. So what that means is for our members, if you're a member of platform and you're listening, like these are just a a direct way for you to get your questions answered, whether it's from the meathead side of things or whether it's from the hippie side of things, right? Like what is going to keep us consistent and motivated and really in a place of self-improvement instead of self-sabotage. So for our first one, since we just launched this membership, which we're so stoked about, um, we just really want to dig into like this component of step one, right? For someone, step one, maybe it's, it is interesting too, because it's like, no matter what your level before, right? It's saying right now, where am I at? And this is kind of the analogy that I say when people have, a baby, right? So postpartum, if you are looking at like all of these numbers in the past and all of these standards that you have set for yourself or five years ago, 10 years ago, maybe you did a fitness competition, maybe you competed, maybe you lifted 300 pounds off the floor, right? You have, we first and foremost, before we get into anything else, have to start from scratch at the expectations we have on ourselves and know that who we are in this moment Thank God we aren't who we used to be. And that's not just spiritually, that's physically. And that's so hard because so many of us are tied to that identity, the who we were when we were on stage, who we were when we were competing, who we were when we were, you know, the fittest we were before we had kids. Yeah. Like we are so attached to that. So I think my first tip is before we get into the questions and the um you know, these driving forces that we hear about all the time, we're going to talk about goals, we're going to talk about visions, we're going to talk about those types of things. But I think it's recognizing the attachment you currently have towards a former you. Or even worse, (laughs) an attachment you have towards somebody that you admire that you are using as a meter stick Uh, for you, which so common, right? So common. And we don't even know we do it until we ask ourselves that question. So I think I just, that's like a, a big topic that I want everyone here to start listening to that voice in their head. When you hear it saying like, you're not doing enough, you, uh, you know, something like you feel that guilt or you have that conscience. It's saying, okay, I hear that voice that's saying I'm not doing enough or I'm not pushing hard enough or I'm a failure. Is that because I'm comparing myself to a former me or to somebody else. And just that awareness in and of itself will radically change your mindset. Yeah, it will invoke change. And that is the start of change, right? Like that's just being able to start recognizing that, that is literally the start of change. Um, I mean, I just like what you said, um, comparing yourself to other people and things like that. And sometimes people hear this voice from like somebody that's fit, like I'm fit, but I'm constantly reinventing myself and what I do personally and how my body looks. And I struggle with those things and everyone struggles with those things. And we are human. Yeah. And just giving yourself like, forgive yourself. 
like just be like hey man it's like it's okay like it's yeah. all right and just kind of give yourself a little bit of love and um, recognition about how much you've endured and how far you've already come and accomplished that and then start to be like all right this is the direction I want to go mm -hmm. and really meeting yourself where you're at to your point um when we give like different exercise just like from a basic like physiological standpoint when we give different exercise prescriptions that may be like today in the workout it was five rounds mm -hmm. i go if you do one round that's awesome you do two rounds that's great mm -hmm. you want to do five rounds that's but but be kind to yourself and and set yourself up for success where you can come back tomorrow you know, I, and to your point, there's such an urgency of people just to like go super hand. They're all excited about it. They're in it. And then they just tear themselves down and then they're sore and then they don't want to move and then they're mm -hmm. disenchanted. And I think just like one thing throughout like this running that I've done is week one, I ran five miles total in three days. Now I'm running 50 miles, but I didn't ever think that that was a thing and it's just like it was literally just week by week just mm -hmm. handling that day by day yeah i'm on an hour by hour but it's <laughs> <laughs> right? um, but it, it's working for me because there's a couple routines that i hold on to like non-negotiables well for sure meditation um for sure some sort of like movement in in a way that feels right for me. So depending on my cycle or depending on where I'm at, it's either some heavy strength training days or it's like flow, impact flow, meathead, hippie, you know, kind of pull together. But it's a combination of the programs that we run and yoga classes. And so it's good because it keeps me moving, but there's definitely days that I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. Like I have to motiv be stay motivated. When do you like make that... Oh, okay. I was like, when do you make that like at like determine like when you're gonna do what physical activity? Do you do that like during meditation? You're like kind of like that overall assessment of what you're gonna do that day. Um, no, I think I know by the week. It's um, I know what I need to do for the week based on my workload. I mean, there's just so many factors I think for a female body that tie in, and so the goal is to give somebody a baseline program and teach them how to strength train appropriately, so you understand what a program feels like: upper body, lower body, uh, mixing in the things that we know we need, and then you can understand based on your energy levels and your stress levels what's important. So our baseline is really focused on somebody that's high stress, which is everybody right now. So I think it's um, kind of back to your the original conversation. What I want to talk about is the grace that you kind of said, because I do think we, that word has been a little bit ruined for me based on some religious pieces. Um, because I, you know, some people will get that some people won't. And that's fine. It took me a long time to hear that word and think of it in a way that was relevant to me because it just is so used. Uh, one thing, a visual that was really helpful was like, Thinking of grace, if you had a broken vase, grace is the grout that puts the vase back together. 
And so kind of pulling things together, it's not always perfect. It doesn't always look good, but it keeps things together. And that's what grace is. And I was really inspired by that visual because it made me for the first time see it as something who, you know, I'm a very driven type A personality and I'm not going to have a lot of grace for myself because I have high expectations. It was the first time I saw grace not being some angel coming from the sky being like, I love myself. I'm going to give myself grace today because usually I'd be like, don't be a bitch. Just do it. It was finally like, no, I'm literally, it's not going to be perfect, but this is what it is today. And that was grace. And so redefining grace for me was really helpful. And so I think there's a pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, where do you fall with the grace that you give yourself? And I think the easiest way to notice how much grace you give to yourself is how much grace you give to others. And so are you really judgmental? Are you someone that literally watches somebody, you know, share their heart and soul or parts of their life and the first thing you see is a flaw um, or you notice how big their forehead is, you know, you just start to notice your judgments for other people are simply reflections of the judgments you have for yourself. And I know we have heard that in some way, but I could not express like, it's so hard to catch yourself with the grace that you do or do not give yourself with yourself. You just, I don't think we have... Um, some of us do have that awareness and that's beautiful. But when we're first starting out, I think the reason we have relationships, the reason we love, the reason we do anything is so that we have these mirrors to see something in another person that can reflect what we do need to see in ourselves, right? We're too stubborn to see it in ourselves first, but when we start to see it in another person, we can kind of take that and learn so much more from it than saying, I'm going to sit and think about how much grace do I give myself? And am I being kind to myself? It's just simply an extension of seeing when you catch yourself being short or not so graceful or a little too judgmental with someone else and saying, oh, I could be kinder because I don't know that person. Or maybe that wasn't a good first impression. Or maybe I could have a little bit more grace because they are doing the best they know how. And and that is what always translates to you giving it to yourself. And I think if you're an empath, that's something that really lands. Like you will care about other people before you notice it in yourself. And so that's a really easy way to start to bridge and give yourself a little bit more kindness with the time that things are moving, which is ridiculously slow, with the exception of August 8th. If you even look anything up in astrology, we have an in-house astrologist, Jennifer, who's doing our meditations for our members. It's just so amazing because it's like we need the recognition that there's not just our own head spinning, trying to make things move and nothing's moving. It really is this is going to go really slow and it's going to take a lot of time. And so think of that to every point of your life, fitness, training, nutrition, routine. For me, this new platform that we're building. So now I know that's going to take a long time. How do I give myself grace as much as possible in the front end so I don't just drive myself into frustration in two weeks or three weeks, which is all about the expectations and all about this like, you know, ridiculous pressure that I I tend to put on myself, right? And it really is, it's time for all of us to take that pressure off and just use each other in a way that we probably haven't used each other before. And I want to create the home base for that. You know, that's what's so cool about what we're doing is Mm -hmm. like leaning in on each other instead of just 
thinking through these problems and making ourselves mad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally agree. One of the things that you said where you're talking about like reflection, and I think that this has given everyone lots of time to reflect mm -hmm. and there has been like stillness, even though you've been working from home or maybe there's kids or, or whatever it is, people have really been forced to kind of look because they've had more time to do different things that they're like, oh, well, if I had more time, I'd do this. And now they have the time and they're like, well, why aren't I doing this? And then they'll beat themselves up over it yeah. or like force, like look at different parts of their body or their personality that they don't necessarily love, mm -hmm. right? And that's, that's fine. Like, cause there's going to be sometimes, um, some bad times or, or dark times when you're doing this self-reflecting and you're going to see some stuff and you're like, why do I always do that? Or mm -hmm. why do I always beat myself up? Or why do I always just quick to react this way to that situation? And just because that's the way you behaved in the past or, uh, reacted in the past doesn't mean that's the way you need to respond going forward, right? And you're not that past. You're more than your actions, right? You're more than your thoughts. You're every evolving person. And this is anything can be a rebirth and a reinvention of yourself. Yeah. And you don't need to hold yourself hostage to those past mm -hmm. thoughts of what you used to be or how you used to act. Totally. Well, that's perfect. So the first, the, you know, kind of to get into our third point. So number one, the standards we have to a former us or if, you know, other person, right? This like comparison method that we all get trapped in. So that's just not even doing anything about it, but just number one, recognizing it and writing it down and noticing the trends because they're very obvious. If you are feeling like shit about yourself, you can start to tackle okay, I feel really shitty about myself right now. What did I do the last three hours? Did I spend too much time on social media? Did I spend too much time listening to all these things that I should be doing and I'm not doing any of it? Like, do I need to go, go breathe in nature? Like, there's a lot of things you can learn within your own anxiety, right? And I know that's maddening sometimes when you question, but it's also very liberating if it's done with support. So number one, the standard. Number two, the grace that you can give to others and extend to yourself and kind of reformatting like our ability to say, the. and this is a huge conversation, of course, but I think, again, recognizing how quick we are to judge ourselves and we can see that with how quick we are to judge others, right? We all do it. Can we notice it? The world needs more love. We don't need more shit. <laughs> but right. what you said was so perfect. You literally said rebirth, which is the third point that we have today, which is understanding the goals that we have. Um, I hate the word goals. I hate goal setting. I hate writing down goals. There's some, you know, there's. She's a very against it. I tried <laughs> to bring it up the other day and she's like, I hate goals. And I was like, but I totally. I get what you're saying. I mean, like you're probably uh, pontificate on a little bit more, but I was like, um, I was like, just simple, like lay out goals, which is not even something that I personally do. Right. I don't even do that. Like I'm like, people are like, what's your six week, three year, what, however that goes. I'm like, I don't know. I just hope I got a smile on my face, like trying to like pursue, like in that aspect, 
so you're I'm like an hour by hour kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, well, but, but your fitness goals are very clear, and I yeah. think that that's what's really fun to play around with. Is that I don't like the word goals, but I love the idea of rebirthing and redefining myself and who I am. And I think so many of us see where we're where we're at, and we are just constantly looking at that person in our head. Like imagine looking down at yourself right now. And being like, okay, how do I make that person better? How do I make that person better? But the best way to do this is to reverse engineer it. And you start to visualize the person that you have always dreamed of being. And I know that's so cliche, but it is so accurate because it's not saying let's take this person and make it better because that automatically implies that you're broken. It automatically implies that you're flawed. Less than. Yeah, that you're less than. So I think when I look at it, it's like, How did I get to the point where I felt confident public speaking? That's just one example, right? Keeping fitness and nutrition out of it. How did I feel comfortable public speaking? Well, I I hated it. I didn't feel comfortable public speaking, but I knew I wanted to be someone who felt confident public speaking. So instead of looking at myself saying, that's a person terrified of public speaking, I would look at myself on stage, confident public speaking, right? So these are the visualization techniques, but it's... For me, that's a better way for me to describe goals because goal setting, although I have it, and you, this is another tangent, but like you have it with fitness and training. And I do think we have to give ourselves a little bit of space and understanding it's like the care capacity chart that I wrote about. Like you really only have so much room. There really is only so much room. So if you have really strong driven goals in your business, it actually might be harder for you to do it also with fitness. If you have really strong goals for you, you're running 50 miles, right? And so, or 50K. Uh, 43 miles. 43 miles. Yeah. He's running 43 miles, you guys. So, right, that's a big goal. You have to train for it. You have been training for it. You haven't stopped training for it. But when you have one focus and it's all your energy in there, uh, there's types of people that that's it. There, there's yeah. no way you can goal set right now with business and there there you could, but it would be hard. Right. right. And so, but some people, and this is kind of how I am, I want to be a little bit of everything, like I, a little bit of a maverick in the sense of, I don't want to be perfect or excellent at one thing. I would rather diversify many things. And so what is one goal here? Meditating every day. What is one goal here? Making sure I strength train four times a week. Right. So I can do it that way. Right. But you don't know it until you try it. I think everyone has to find out what that is. And we assume it's like, all right, I want this goal, this goal, this goal, this goal. But what if your personality is a rebel like me? You write all those goals down and then you're like, fuck it. Right. (laughs) I'm not doing anything. I'm self-sabotaging. Now I have guilt. And so when we think about goals, I wanted to just really end with this. And this is going to be in all my members you're going to get more follow-up on this, but this is kind of a question coming to you in a couple days after you listen to this, is if it's not goals, it's maybe a vision for yourself. Um, And where in your life do you see yourself doing better in a really positive way? So like, not the I wish, but like I can close my eyes and see myself being the person that actually goes to the gym. I can Mm -hmm. see myself waking up and meditating. I can start to see myself getting confident with using my voice more. And there's so many levels and areas that we can work on and we will work on with that. Um, But that was helpful for me. It was like, I've always looked at fitness people and people that could say no to Taco Bell. 
I would envy people that couldn't, that didn't want Taco Bell, right? I, I, in my head, I was like, there's no way that I'm never going to not crave Taco Bell. Bean burritos are so good. Oh, I was a Crunchwrap Supreme girl. <laughs> Crunchwrap <laughs> Supreme, no tomato. I just loved it, you guys. And I, it took me so much focus to not want Taco Bell, but that was the focus, right? And it's what is the one or two things, um, whether it's not going to fast food or whether it's creating a routine that you can start to see yourself actually doing and then visualizing yourself driving by Taco Bell or saying no to your friend or telling your partner, you know what, not now, I'm going to try to be healthier, right? Because the biggest piece of this is also, which we'll get into in, you know, with these future conversations of the other people in our life that don't support. always support. Yeah. yeah. And, or creating support systems within our own platform, no pun intended, so that you have the support, even if it doesn't physically feel like you do where you live, right? We're trying to create that. So, um, start thinking about it. Cause we're going to follow up with questions on that. We're going to ask you whether it's goals, whether it's your vision, where you see yourself, is it one thing or you you want to be a maverick and you make it five things? Um, we'll get we'll get into the how behind it, but we can't start with nothing, right? We got to start somewhere. What would you say your goals are, Wade? Um, or your vision well, for yourself? Well, one thing on that, it, just to piggyback, and like Emily said, you don't have to set goals in all these different disciplines of your life. But if you set any kind of goal in health and wellness, whether it's meditating or lifting or uh, doing more of our cardio things or whatever that is, it's going to bleed over exponentially to all of their facets of your life, you know? So you're going to start accomplishing things without even really having to be aware or set a goal, quote unquote goal around those things. Mm -hmm. They'll just, they'll just make you more driven around them, period. Right. You know? Right. Um, yeah. You don't even have to fight it as much. You know, it gets easier and easier. And when I think of the, you know, really how we're setting this up is like, it is true. It's number one, where's your fitness at? Are you moving? Like, of course we want to take care of ourselves, but I have found that the majority of people respond better to movement and then nutrition, right? When we try to reverse it and some people maybe can't move well. And so, or they can't move at all. So nutrition is the first place they go, but everyone here, like number one, your focus is your movement. And it could be the strength classes we have. We have four times a week. We just started a new build program. It's build at home. So it's a full strength program for you to do with an MPAC or dumbbell or kettlebells. We're doing some ass and abs. So it's a lot of focus on posterior chain and glutes and hamstrings and keeping your knees and hips balanced. Because so many people who have just been running or doing cardio like that we care, of course, we want you to love your butt, but we also care about your, your safety in your, in your own body and kind of the imbalances that come from certain moves or certain cardio things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when I think of the second piece, then we get into nutrition, then we can start to care as much or as little, but right now I highly recommend just enough, right? Yeah. We don't want to get crazy. So our first nutrition challenge, um, and this is everybody that's coming into the platform program. We love my 21 day programs. I, like we still use them, but it's too much. Like we need to, of course, focus on what we can do with what we have. But I think when we start to punish ourselves and pull ourselves to that really high standard and like, we're just setting ourselves up, setting ourselves yeah. up for failure. So 
We're focusing on little tidbits of information, weekly challenges. Um, you get prizes with Zooms with me, fun things that we're just exploring. But it's step two because nothing matters. Like when you work out, you actually are like, okay, I need to recover better. Oh my gosh, I need to take eat enough protein or take the protein shake so that I am going to recover better. I need to make sure I take fish oil or eat some wild caught fish, right? So it's easier to get into that space. Your cravings are less, so it's a little bit easier to stick with it. And then the third tier, that the vertical that we're really focusing on is the accountability, which is conversations, conversations just like this. We want to know what you're struggling with, why you're struggling with it, what are some of those obstacles. Um, we are just so excited to give you guys our brains through these mindset clips and through these audio podcasts. They won't always be this long, but it's important because we know that the hardest part is the accountability piece. It's the understanding the whys behind who we are that make us want or make us not want to do something. And so it's kind of fun for us. Like we've always, Wade and I both love the psychology of this because yeah. it's it's the only thing that matters, right? Right. Yeah. And then the fourth piece that we're really caring about is where I am so excited to get you to, but I understand not everyone is going to love it. So it's only if you are interested in it, journaling prompts, yoga, um, like really deep, good yoga, not necessarily like, of course I love any movement, but we want to do spiritual yoga. Um, and of course in turn that is good for your body and for your mind. And then also meditations and understanding the meaning behind certain things. Eventually we're going to pull in astrology and get um, more and more of that stuff kind of pulled in for you. So it's all in one place. Uh, but that's, that's our membership. That's what we're so excited to deliver and put all in one place. Cause it's been in my head for 10 years and in various products and challenges and programs. Um, the link is below. If you are interested, it's $29 for this first month. As soon as you purchase, you're put into a quiz and this quiz is going to just really help us understand what your goals are. If you want to get partnered with somebody, um, do you want the workouts sent to you? Do you want the live classes? Do you want the yoga? Do you want the woo? What do you want for you and what you want this month? Um, and this is really our, our start of something new. We knew we had to change everything and it's taken us a little bit to get here, but we are so excited about where we're going. I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's like the timing is so perfect for, Getting into, getting into the 8-8 and we're redoing the website and creating a member dashboard and we have so much happening behind the scenes to deliver the content that we love and that we know you are looking for. Um, but we hope you try and we hope you join. And if you have joined and you had tried, we are so excited you're here. We can't wait to do more of this and get you guys the conversations that are needed to help you on your way. I don't. I think that's really all I had, Wade. I love that. And I mean, yeah, we are super excited. The interaction with you guys is what just fuels me and makes me yeah. just so rewarding is to Those see live, your faces. You talking, why don't you explain yeah. the live classes? To see your, like see people's faces on like live classes and them asking questions and them, you know, starting wherever you're at, right? Like wherever you're at is exactly where you should be. And we will just work from there. But I love just seeing people make victories and do things they never thought they could. And then also just seeing the community of people rally around them and support each other. 
And I think one of the uh, points that Emily hit on was accountability. And I feel like when I hear the word accountability, I always think of like this, like negative, like somebody's going to hold me accountable and make sure I do it like in a malicious or like militaristic way, right? Um, but it's not. It's just really just like, hey, how you doing? Like, how's it going? Did you do this? Did you do? And it's um, just a great warming thing. Uh, I love it. And I'm excited. And just thank you guys for letting me be a part of it. Well, thank you for letting me come back to Meathead Hippie Podcast. Um, I'm excited to be back. I don't know. <laughs> Our next podcast hopefully is... Um, you know, really what you guys want is what we're going to make it. So I'm excited to see what comes out of this with our first round of members. We just launched this. If you are unsure of what I'm talking about, you can always email us support at emilyschramm.com or just join the Facebook group. It's linked below. Uh, we have full, like full disclosure. We are ready to create something beautiful and wonderful and um, we know we can, but we're in the middle of creating it. So it's so fun to have this first round of people help us do that in a way that is full of grace and full of potential because it's just going to change. Everything just changes. There's no way we can plan. There's no way we can predict. We just have to do what we can with what we have. And um, we have so much we can do to support you on your journey. And I'm just stoked to do that. If you're new to Meathead Hippie Podcast, definitely take a look at my former guests and lineup. There's so much relevant information from anything from taking care of concussions to brain trauma to neuroplasticity to hormone health to period repair to keto to carb cycling, anything you want, um, it is in this lineup. And so I encourage you to just keep learning as we are working on just taking care of ourselves. We're all doing it and we're all in it together. So thank you for being a part of it. And thank you for coming back and listening. Wade, thanks for being my guest and we'll see you guys soon. Bye.